Welcome back to another episode of Sunday School. It is yeah, week yeah. 12. I'm your host, Ryan O'Hare. I am welcomed by producer and founder of Hedge Better Technologies, Justin Fine. What is up, Ryan? Dude, I w- I just gotta say, I just gotta say, come on, we just gotta yeah, address okay. it before you get any farther. Sure. I'd like Crazy to. last couple weeks of football. Yes. Okay. Yes. I it's mean, not just me. It's not just us. <laughs> it's really not just us. Okay. Crazy last couple of weeks. So, uh, ride the storm with us, guys. I really haven't met anyone who, like, I don't know, anyone that has been like betting like a a, a lot of games. Right. Had, like no one had, who has been betting a lot of games has been doing well these past few weeks. No. If you've been picking your spots, like, oh yeah, I only bet on two games this week. And you just so happen to get them right. Like, yeah, you've been doing well. Good for you. But if you're betting, anyone that's been, you know, having my kind of cards, like, you know, <laughs> six games and then, you know, yeah, a parlay. It's just been brutal. It's been so brutal. brutal. I've, I don't know what else to say other than it's just not, it's not only me. No. It, I mean, look, the icing and the cake for me was uh, the three-game teaser. I haven't lost a teaser all year. Last oh, yeah. on, on Sunday, I thought the Saints were going to blow it. Okay, they came, miraculously came back and backdoor covered thir- a 13-point tease, and then the Seahawks. I had the Seahawks plus seven. And what was that last second touchdown on the in the end? Of the oh. to, I mean, come on! It was just I was It's just one of those I wasn't days. Track of that one. Sorry. No, it's just it was just one of those days. It's one of those weeks, and it's like back it's back-to-back weeks of just just chaos, chaotic football. But. Yeah, uh, what talk about brutal, just brutality. I was three for four on my parlay, and the only team that didn't cover was my mortal lock. So it's just it's an extra fucking you know slap in the face. Of- um and then there was and then the bears me and you were both not in on the oh. bears we were on the i think we were both on the bears spread to an extent of all this news right. of lamar not being able to play and then 11 more 11 a.m comes around and we're like hey this is probably leaning towards him not playing we should hammer bears money line now yep. get it at a terrific value which we did yep Marquis Goodwin home oh, run, home, like it, it was just the major tease of a lifetime. After not only horrible game, once we thought he wasn't going to play and we hammered it, then once it was confirmed, we hammered it again right yep. before. Oh, the again, lines right before. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we hammered it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> you can't lose. Yeah, uh, like yeah. there's no way they can lose. This is a uh, it, that one blindsided me. And after the good one touchdown, although I felt great, I did also know what was coming i i was like all right this bears team they just suck um yep there's been uh rumors that matt nagy is going to get fired after this I thursday so. game um uh, he has answered that rumor and said no it's not true but of course he's going to say that <laughs> he's got to he's got to game the coach on thursday so yeah, so, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah he's of course he's not going to be like oh yeah that's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, uh, the Bears suck. Should not. This is the second week in a row. This has happened to me. Two weeks ago, I was trying to be slick and bet the Lions money line before Big Ben was announced inactive with COVID, and got them at a terrific value. And of course, they tied. So I did not win that. So yeah, well, in both cases, yeah, I did win the spread, Bear spread, Lions spread, both weeks. So that you know, gotta see the silver lining in all this. A little bit. So much madness. It's, yeah. yeah. What else happened this week? Uh, 
Yeah, uh, I guess we can talk briefly about your Cowboys. Um, I mean, just what like the, I, you hold you hold the Chiefs to nineteen points. You got to win that game. That's one hundred. That's my takeaway. Percent the case. Like, look, like the, the Chiefs. They they made the Chiefs defense look decent, and it was like I. When I knew Amari Cooper was out going into the week, and I mean, look, obviously that's a little bit of like, ah, uh, you know, you written not definitely, great, yeah, but- not great, definitely that's not a deal, but like. You would expect that, like Dak, in like you know between C.D. Lamb and some some of those other young guys, and he still has a great backfield, great oh, line. Like you know what great, I mean? Like look what Cedric Wilson did without Gallup this season. So they had Gallup, Wilson, and C.D. Lamb. That's yeah. a pretty good receiving, very depth. good three. And you still C.D. Got Zeke went out in with the, the concussion. And... That wasn't ideal. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, they you know with not a lot of weapons, uh, they no. show that they. With Mike McCarthy calling the plays, or yeah, it's just not good. But you know what? Like, it they kind of blew it. It was encouraging though because, again, we're just continuing. We're just continuing to see like constantly that good teams, the teams that we think are like the really like cream of the crop of the NFL, are very beatable and they have oh, flaws. Yeah. yeah, and teams that like, I don't know, team like. We'll talk about the Patriots, I'm sure, but it's, oh, it's 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 just interesting to see like all these teams. You know, when we talk about oh, who's the best in the NFL? Who's the best in the NFL? We we throw out all these other teams, all these other teams, and they disappoint. They've been disappointing to some really you know bad teams in some really winnable games. I think I know every top team has pretty much had a couple letdown games so far. So yeah, now's when it counts the most and you know a lot of people have been saying you know those games in September don't really matter these are you know when teams teams that are playing well now are the teams that are going to be playing well in the playoffs or make the playoffs so yeah yeah uh, be on the lookout for you know the Chiefs are on by this week so we, we can't fade them again even though we want to uh well yeah we'll we'll get back to that on week 13 we have enough yeah the cardinals are on by they get to get healthy this week with kyler called it again yeah they you know such a weird three games with kyler and d hop out uh they won this past week correct they won they beat the seahawks Seahawks. 10 Uh, points yeah. yeah and and then yeah against the panthers they lay an egg it was just a weird three weeks but hey they got out of it two and one uh, without Kyler, so you got to be thinking out of the NFC. That team should be uh, – they have a pretty good remaining schedule. When I say good remaining schedule, some easy opponents, easy yeah. defenses. So, yeah, maybe they can secure that number one seed after all of this nonsense. <laughs> I will say they're the team that, like, I've given the least amount of, like, respect and attention to, like, in probably all of football, let alone just, like, the NFC. Mm-hmm. But, like – you really do have to start to step up and acknowledge them at this point. Like I was the first one that said, like when they were six and zero, I think they're kind of frauds. All right, uh, Hopkins is injured, Murray's injured, Watson's uh, Watts out for the year. Um, this team's yeah, they're, like, gonna, they're about to spiral. Yeah, they're gonna the, come you know, back to the, exactly. They're gonna see themselves as like seven bit, and four, yeah. seven and five. The team they should yeah. have been, the whole right? Time. Yeah. Um, and no, they just no? they're winning. They're looking good, man. I know. So, yeah. yeah. Also, I saw just another fun, uh, interesting stat that like the Rams. Uh, I don't think the Rams have beaten a team over five hundred this year. Really? Something, something to that effect. Wow. The team, the the other than the other they... than the other than the Bucks, other than the Bucks. Okay. So it was other than the Bucks, the Rams. And that's have... teams right now, like current record or like record at the time. 
As of um, like, I believe it's as of right now. As, as of, of right now, now the they only team, have right. Okay. They've only beaten teams that at this point in time are under five hundred in the season, wow. and all of their losses except for the Bucks have come against like formidable opponents. So okay. I think that's an interesting thing to uh, Very. to watch out for. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised when I saw that too. That's something. Those are one of those stats that I feel like. Did they? Uh, like, they beat Indy. They beat Indy, but at the time they barely it, covered. It, oh, maybe maybe it is at the time because at the time Indy was zero and one. Okay, so maybe or zero and two. Maybe they were even zero maybe and two. Maybe it's an at the time kind of stat. I don't know. I'm not sure if it, maybe maybe it was at the time, but right now, yeah, because yeah, I mean, right they, now they Indy rolled was, through what, Seattle, five five? Giants, Detroit, and Houston yeah. for a stretch. So yeah, yeah, they they have been picking up. They've right. been picking on the bad teams. For right, sure. right, yeah. for sure. Basically, that's the general takeaway. Yeah. Is the Rams have been beating up on bad teams, and other than the Bucks, they've you know lost to. But you would say are some of the better teams in the league, so just just worth yeah. keeping an eye on. And Stafford returns to Lambeau this week, so that that this yeah. is a good test. Very good to test. you know test your little theory out that they only beat up on bad teams. Yeah, we'll get to that down the road when we uh you know talk about each matchup. Is there anything else uh, from last week? There... Um. Oh, just maybe the Eagles are better than we thought. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was gonna seriously. Put... I was going to put Philly on the card, uh, just money line, because I was like, ah, oh, the spread, man. Yeah. I don't want to be betting on them winning by three or well, four. And, yeah, they uh, they gave the Saints a beating, even though the Saints kind of came out in the first quarter looking all right. Uh, yeah. Philly, you know, it seems like they kind of are figuring it out on defense with, you know, their secondary. They're holding teams to – not a lot of points, and yeah, the offense is clicking a little bit. They're running the ball. They're getting Miles Sanders back, and yep. yeah, Devontae Smith, man, that he's you know, everyone was uh, all hot and bothered about Jamar Chase, but he's been lighting it up recently. So, and they have a pretty like I said last week on on the pod. I said you know Philly has a real shot of uh, winning this division, and now here we are a week later. They just beat the Saints good defense and yeah. dallas has fallen off so did they have have dallas and philly played yet this year they did once right i believe they played maybe once and i know dallas they played week three and, and dallas beat them. oh yeah for sure right so they, they play have... again week 18 at philly so that could be a huge game philly has like a re- like i said last week a very easy schedule i think they get washington twice the giants again they get Dallas at the end of the year, which they at home though it's at Philly. So right. yeah, they they control their own destiny and they have a pretty easy schedule. Yeah, yeah. be on the lookout. And you know who do, you know who doesn't have an easy schedule is uh, the Bills. They do. Oh, I didn't know that. But no, they don't. Oh, they don't. They don't. Yeah, I was like, no. Yeah, no, I was no. gonna say. I thought I saw that very they had a bad one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very difficult. Yeah, they got to run into the Pats twice. <laughs> run into the Pats twice. Uh, they got to run into the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they. Yeah, they got a couple games on there that are. Uh, and they got the Saints easy. on Thursday. Saints on Thursday on the road. Not, yeah, quick week after yeah. getting beat down by the Colts. I know yeah, that's I, a tough spot. Do you, should we jump into that? Let's should jump. Ju- that's a that's the Thursday night game. Yeah. I am totally okay with starting with that game. You want to start right that here. game yeah. because we. You also you you pointed out something very interesting too. Right we, before yeah. the show is that. Yeah, I was looking at the game and trying to decipher all of this. I, the Bills are a team right now that I, I definitely am like I, I'm very concerned of both sides of the ball. Like they can't stop the run, and Josh Allen is showing that he's not very elite. Right. Uh, 
they, you know, yeah, that's a team, you know, they can put up 40 if you suck on defense. The Saints don't suck on defense. They, although they did, you know, they had a tough time with Philly last week. But anyways, yeah, uh, uh, spread opened up at minus four. And that was, you know, giving me a little bit of a head scratch as it was. I was like, oh, man, I really should be betting bills. But I want to bet Saints because they're at home and they usually do well when they're the home. When they're just dogs in general, they usually cover. They usually do. But then now it's minus six, and I don't know what to really make of it. And I don't really. And here's the thing: I because Buffalo sucks against the run, I really almost don't know if it matters if Kamara is going to be in this game. It could just be Mark Mark Ingram and whoever else, and they might just be able to dominate. You know, time possession and make it an ugly game. This is a weird one to me. What do you think about this? I I I don't want to make a pick right now. I want to. And, and yeah, I, so I was in the car and I was like, oh man, plus four saints. I should be on that. Now it's plus six and it's making me think like, all right, I really should be on it. And I don't like the quarterback situation at all. It's just a good team at home. So better coach, maybe. <laughs> I, don't I, know. I don't even know if I want to go there. If we look at, if we look at the teams that new Orleans has struggled with this year, right? It's primarily against teams who run the ball, isn't it? I mean, like that's kind. Of, I mean, sure. the, the Eagles kind of ran all, you know, ran a little bit all over them. I, I tend to, th- I just, I don't know. Maybe like I'm, I went from like being super high in the Bills uh, at the beginning of the year to now. Um, teams are doing, their you homework. know, teams are just doing their homework and they're just able to figure out that they're very one dimensional. And we're seeing teams game plan for it now. And how do you beat them? You control time of possession. You run the ball down their throats, right? Don't let them um, throw on you. Yeah, and don't let they have some. They have a pretty good secondary in New exa- Orleans, so exactly. And I mean, yeah, get don't let them throw. Try to get some pressure. And what, what one thing that uh, I think too that's been getting a little bit overlooked with Josh Allen is that as good as he is. He tends to unravel when things go wrong. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? He's like he's like what well, for him when it rains it pours, right? Yes. So, yeah, I don't know if that New Orleans uh, yeah. team down in down in New Orleans can uh, can make some noise. That that might be a tough challenge. If for them they can just in. get up to like a, I'm just talking like a thirteen to six like lead at half. Then, yeah. Yeah, that's putting Josh Allen in like a. Hey, now we already knew what you were gonna do, but now we really know. That you're not you're not running one ball like this right. is going to be a spread them out and they yeah that that D line should be able to put some pressure on him and yeah make it very tough for him to make these flashy plays so he's going to have to ball out to win right. this game yeah I guess after talking about it this is where I stand it's Saints plus six taking the home team and I and 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 I like that too um, I'm curious. Well, not that this is playing like a super big factor in my decision, but like in situations like this, when you got like holiday games, like I always think about this too with like the NBA and like Christmas Day stuff like that. Like, and you got guys who are at home and you know like they're playing on like a major holiday, and I'm sure like there's family stuff going on. They probably want to just get to their family, maybe a party, see their kids, whatever. Uh, 
Do you ever weigh in the fact that like the home team has way more distractions on like holiday games than like an away team that is already like foregoing? They know like, hey, we're already leaving our family. Yeah, we're so we're, we're, we're here be for behind. business. We have a business. Whereas mm. like the home team kind of looks at it as like shit, man. It's Thanksgiving, like. I can't wait to see my kids and my family. Oh, my mom's making it famous, you know, but I got yeah, I got to yeah. go play this game right now. Like, I don't know. Like, know I'm not I'm not saying that's what happens. Obviously, these guys are professional athletes. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they're not like a bunch of clowns. Like, this isn't high school. But, like, I just wonder if that ever I know that plays would, I mean, if, I was, it, you know if I, mean? I was on the Saints, I'd, I'd, I would probably be thinking that. Right. Yeah, I would be, you know, if I was just a third string guy yeah, <laughs> i'd be yeah, like yeah. oh yeah I, I really don't give a fuck what's going on right now like, <laughs> you probably be I, eating I, right before you get to the yeah stadium. yeah oh yeah, yeah i'm probably stuffing myself yeah. well before and not giving a fuck probably taking a nap right before the game and <laughs> uh, yeah yeah exactly. i love thanksgiving i love thanksgiving so um yeah no that i i don't think the saints i think the saints are gonna you know they're in it uh in the division they they're looking at the bucks right now and they're probably saying hey we we can go up against you, but the Panthers don't really scare us right now. And the Falcons, uh, they can't do anything. So yep. they they're still playing. They they have every chance to still win the division. The Bucks have lost some games, and they, so yeah, they're gonna come to play for this game. They for sure. you know they know that everyone in America right now is probably doubting them. They're in the you know they're in the spotlight, the night game. You know everyone's watching that one. So yeah, no I. I think they want to prove to themselves that hey, we can win without really any quarterback. Trevor Trevor Simeon, he's not what they need right now. And yeah, as much as I don't like him, he showed me that he can win a game. He that game that he came in to sub in for Jameis Winston, he proved that, you know, I don't really need much like prep to, you know, manage a game. And that's all that we're really asking him to do in this one. Just manage. Don't turn it over, which is hard to ask. The Bills do overall have a pretty solid defense. But I'm just – this could be an ugly, low-scoring game. That's all I'm saying. It definitely it, it definitely. And I be. like him managing it and maybe getting – and maybe committing less turnovers than Josh Allen. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, and I'm also going to be very curious to see what Kamara's status is. Yep, that'll uh, be pretty huge for me. Um, yeah. The line could very much change based on that. So because definitely I mean, not, I'm definitely not rushing to hit that plus six right now. Like, right, like some other games, I might do it. Because like, yeah, I, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff still to be said. I just feel like, like if 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 I know like Jonathan Taylor is a special talent, but I feel like the Saints, if they have a healthy Kamara in Ingram, like with that one-two punch, like they kind of fit the molds of like. The Colts, yeah. like the same, like they mm-hmm. they could they could run it down your throats and just control the ball on offense. They have a decent, they have a pretty good defensive line and a pretty good secondary. Like they're not an elite defense, but they're good enough that you know they can run it down your throats and stop you on defense and control time of possession. Like I could see Sean Payton saying, "Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix." Let's literally just do what the 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 Colts did and. uh let our bell cows just absolutely run it down at those business match mouth football old school yeah style. yeah i i was gonna, yeah the receivers are gonna still have to like step up for the saints um i mean for sure recently uh your your preseason the darling uh adam troutman was actually gaining some I know, traction dude, I know. and it was getting i was like 
I had my eye on him, and this would be a great matchup to have him. I know. As just like a, you know, just be middle of the field, kind of nice target for Simeon. But he got hurt again, so. Sprained his MCL. Yeah. He right when there. the momentum was peaking. He's I know. He, he was just I hitting know. the stride. I, <laughs> I was like, I haven't talked to you about uh, that. And I was like going to bring it. And it's so sad to see him hurt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, yeah, I think, you know. Saints are hurting for, you know, good offensive playmakers, but as long as the run game is moving, then, yeah, they, they got this. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we like the Saints. At on, the moment. Uh, yeah. The I moment. don't, right. don't, you know, I could change it. So Look, I, I, it just, I, I like the plus six for a home team that has a good defense. I just, hey. I, and the Bills are, they've shown. The Bills, the Bills have shown their cards, and I just could – I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. It just would not shock me at all if the Bills mirrored the Steelers from last year. Yeah. After a hot first half of the season, you start to see a way more flawed second half where they maybe go 500, potentially sub 500, I like know. the Steelers did, and maybe you They're know be facing some good defenses, right? And it, good defenses when they know that you're one dimensional, they just feast on that. Bill Belichick is already. Yeah, Scheming. I cannot wait away. for that. Oh. The, the first one's the Monday night game, right? The in Pats, Buffalo. Pats, Bills at Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. going to be a fun one. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the, so, yeah, what do we have for the uh, – I know we start with the night game. We have uh, – So, the, we also have uh, – we got Chicago at Detroit. Right? Yes. Detroit, I believe it said, was getting three or three and a half, was it? Mm-hmm. At um, Detroit, yeah. Detroit. Yeah, that's the game – dude, that's the game that I think, like – Football fans, like you, either you're either in one of two camps, and like it's the same argument we all say it every year. It's either like, well, that's tradition. That's like football, lions and bears on Thanksgiving. Like that's how it should be. Old school uniforms. Do they always play each other? I don't think they they don't always play each other. But But they they, always they usually all Detroit is almost automatically automatically in. Dallas is always Dallas is usually always in. Dallas and the the Bears, so they usually Bears aren't always in. They're but not always some, in it, but they're in a lot because Detroit, they're in it, right in. Yeah. Like they try to put like some of the original like teams in there, like okay. when when they can. But um, so, so right now, currently, it's still just Dallas and Detroit are the the for sure. The yeah, for sure, they're playing. Yeah, they're, okay. they're, yeah, they're for sure playing. Um, and like I just think you're 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 either in the camp that yeah, like you like like the history of it and like whatnot, or you're in the camp that. What a waste of a friggin' game on Thanksgiving. Like, that's just a who gives a shit game. I will will say this. If we're going to have this game, which we have to, thank God it's at 1230. I know. Like, that's when you want to ease into your first (laughs) drink and be like, it's background noise. You you, you do the small talk with, you know, Grampy. Get some maps, work off the hangover a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're just... Yeah, that that game is background noise to most people, and I don't blame you if you think of it that way. For me, though, it won't be because I'll be so invested in Andy Dalton. Um, no, that's not true. I I say that, but you know, I'm just for DraftKings purposes. We're we're all going to be doing a little Turkey Day uh, DraftKings amongst us, so yep. that's the only reason why 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 this game will have any relevance to me. Pretty right. much, um, I don't feel too strongly about either side on this one. So I am gonna go ahead and say. So right now, we actually don't know who the quarterbacks will be for really either team. I projected will be Andy Dalton for sure. Hopefully, if you're a Darnell Mooney owner, you- oh, that was <laughs> sick. Oh yeah, oh, 
I could Jesus. talk about that Darnell Mooney touchdown all day. Uh, proud dynasty owner of Darnell Mooney. That yeah. was great. And yeah, I mean, Dalton did nothing for that. It was just a screen pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, honestly, I can't really say like, oh yeah, Dalton's better for Mooney. Dalton did nothing for that play. Um, yeah, but Fields, I'd rather the vet in this game if you're a Bears believer or whatever. Uh, David Montgomery should have a fantastic day for the Bears against Detroit. He pretty much always eats on them. Uh, last year, we saw him feast in the second half of the year when he was given an easy schedule, and mm-hmm. here we go again. I think it's the same old song and dance. Uh, I'm not going to fall for this you know, Lions trap. I think they can make it interesting at some moments in this game, but I'm I'm gonna lean with the Bears. Dalton's just a you know more stab. Say what you want about him, just more established has plenty of you know uh, experience in the league, and he, I think they have better weapons in the Lions right now. The Lions offense outside of DeAndre Swift and Hawkinson's been like off and on like every other week. He's just not even existent. So right. yeah, I I don't know. I, I definitely side with the Bears, even though their defense is a little. Um, I, they're without Khalil Mack for the rest of the year, so that 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 hurts them. Uh, I, if he was in there, I would be taking the Bears pretty like pretty strongly. Yeah, but yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going with the Bears here. I think. Look, well, I don't like Andy Dahl, and I think he's kind of a bum. I think he is an average, you know, uh, career NFL quarterback, and he is capable. And as we've seen, it looks like he might be the best option for this offense at this point in time. And, you know, he's not the dude who's going to go out there and win you, like, big games or big matchups or, like, lead you to, like, a a Super Bowl or a playoff victory or anything like that. But he will go out and he'll handle business against bum teams that you should beat up on. Like, he's good enough to do that. He can manage games. He can... Uh, he can drive you down the field with. He, he, don't forget this. This team does have weapons. Like we talk about it. Like mm. I know a Rob is hurt, but I would say just like you said, between Montgomery and Mooney, like I'll Marquise take the good with he's, he's a burner. I'll take those weapons over uh, over what Detroit's got right now. Um, in that that Chicago defense, like yeah, like you said, they're hurt, but they're still an average defense. They're still better than the the Lions and. Yeah, I, Jared Goff, he's just such a huge puss. I don't like him at all. We've talked about him a million times. I think Eddie Dalton is good enough to get it done. And uh, you now we we also know how much he truly cherishes uh, like his opportunity to play now. So yeah, like when exactly. he, you know what I mean? When he gets he wants that, to keep, he wants to keep his relevancy. So yeah, this he is wants a huge game for him. Even if he has to move on from Chicago, he's looking like he's looking at all yeah, these other is, teams. This is like a that, tryout basically right. for every team looking for a backup quarterback next year exactly or even some of these teams or he's like look at these dudes that aren't panning out some there's a lot of questions are some of these quarterbacks the next quarterbacks of the future for some of these franchises like he could easily step in and be like make an argument for himself if he could if he could do something here so yeah bears bears i think pretty handedly and and if this is the game that the lions (laughs) somehow do it to all of us then at least we're with family and we got booze and food Uh, yeah i'll be able to just drink it away pretty quickly yeah uh real quick yeah i I definitely see this as like a i like you bringing up that andy dalton this is like just a really big moment for him he's still at an age where he can stay in this league for five years five more years i uh this is going to be a lot like the remember like 2018 uh, Chase Daniel against the Lions like that yes. yeah it's going to be much like that it's you're just going to be like oh wow this guy's not bad and then like 
and then he's gonna like Dalton's gonna play like another week, I guess. That's how I project this. Dalton plays well enough where people are like, oh wow, maybe this Bears team is like good with Dalton. And then next week he's just gonna suck. It's just the matchup against Detroit for me. Yeah, hundred percent. If this was a uh, really against like, and if this was Chicago against Dallas, oh my, oh, that's a bad example. Just any average to below average team, I'd be like, oh, probably not the Bears, but. Detroit's bottom of the barrel, baby. Yeah, so I'll take it. Yeah, and don't be fooled by the Lions' defense the past couple of weeks. They held uh, the Browns to 13 and the Steelers to, like, 16. Don't be fooled by that. Those exactly. were two really banged-up offenses. Right. And, yeah, they're going to give up. You know, And the Bears are no strong offense either, but they'll give up more than 16 to the Bears. That's yeah. a fact. For sure. Hopefully. <laughs> We hope. Uh, we ne- hope. Next game is four o'clock or four thirty. And who is that? It's another. Oh, it's well, it's definitely Dallas in Dallas, and they're going to be hosting the Raiders. Yes, that's, that's who it. it. Is Dallas? We Dallas don't see the Raiders, Raiders too often on Thanksgiving. They're a family-friendly team. You no, know, and and I think we're going to find out why too. To be, <laughs> to be completely honest, yeah. I mean, I mean, you look. You tell me. You tell me if you think otherwise. But uh, if it. Obviously, a lot of it should will depend on if C.D. Lamb plays, right? Like, we saw how hurt Dallas's offense was, how much they struggled to move the ball um, when they didn't have either of their star wideouts, which I think even without them, if they had a week to prepare, um, they would be fine, especially at home against, yeah. like, this this Raiders secondary that's kind of hurting a little bit right now and they're kind of soft. Um Raiders, I guess we're seeing that Henry Ruggs is playing way more of a factor uh, in how the Ra- thank you and how the Raiders offense uh, how the Raiders offense is running. Um, I don't. I to be completely honest, I mean, when it comes to when it comes to the Raiders, I think they're just coming back down to earth like we thought they would at this point. Um, Derek Carr, I think, will be good for two or three picks. I just I don't yeah. know. I'm going to I'm I I'm going to go with Dallas. Um I know 8 points is a lot and I know that they looked stagnant on offense, but I just think uh I I, I don't know. I have no confidence in Derek Carr and the Raiders at this point in time. Hmm. Yeah, this one's tough for me. Uh this one opened up at -7 and I've now and again now it's at 8. So it's going in that direction. People are taking Dallas even though they just threw up on themselves against the Really bad Chiefs uh, defense. Um, this one, this one only concerns me because of, and I think this is what happened in the last game is the absence of uh, Tyron Smith. Yeah. Uh, this Cowboys offense really relies on the O line, you know, performing well. And then when you also tell me that CD Lamb is, pro- I'm gonna just go ahead and call him out on this one concussion on a short week they probably don't want to fuck with that right um even i've i've heard some small murmurs that he's been doing well in the beginning of the concussion protocol but still i'm siding on the fact that this is a short week same thing as damian harris he was oh no he actually actually played on thursday he did but he he didn't play the week before oh okay he didn't no, Damien. Damien was not that uh, was not available the Sunday before. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah. all right. A little different. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, I, I worry that the Cowboys' offense might 
also not do so well against the Raiders. So in that respect, I actually just I like the Raiders plus eight. I think too many people right now. Like this is just a trap game to me. Like I think the Raiders they kind of they didn't do well against the Bengals. I didn't you know they didn't do well against them. They didn't do well the week before. And I think they're just a team that shows up in random moments. And Dallas has a lot of. Um, they have a lot of soft spots on offense, and their defense ain't too good either. They're not great, not bad. Uh, well, I say that Micah Parsons, he's been very good, really good, very, very good. Really good. Um, he's good, but the Ra- I, at the end of the day, I, I think the Raiders' defense can hold the Cowboys to, you know, somewhere around the twenty to twenty-four point range, and I'm just hoping Derek Carr and crew can put up a few to make it interesting and. Yeah, that's all. I, the Cowboys are concerning me right now, and I wouldn't put it past them to completely blow this game and let the Raiders win. Really? I'm not calling the Raiders money line like at all. I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked. Right. The Cowboys are just they're showing me that, you know, yeah, I'm I'm worried. Like last week against the Chiefs, like you, it showed that you kind of did need Amari and CD for that game, and if they're going to be without them again, which it looks like they will. Just Gallup and Wilson and Schultz versus the Raiders. I don't know. Like the Raiders have been not a complete walkover team on defense. No, uh, they did a lot better at the beginning of the year, and you know the Bengals rolled over them. But that was one week. We saw teams bounce back plenty, and uh, I think the Raiders just keep it close. That's yeah. All. So I, yeah, we agreed on two and went different on that one. So it doesn't surprise me. So. Do you all right? So just so you think you think that the Cowboys will win, but the Raiders will cover the spread. Essentially, yeah. I don't hate that. I don't. I really don't. I. Hate I, that. I just. But I also am not closing the door on the Raiders. Like, you know, making the full underdog win. I. I really yeah, do. Right. I. They're not. I don't know. They're they're bad, but they're not that bad. They're closer to it's, like they're closer to the middle of the pack than the bottom of the pack. You know what I mean? To me, like I, can, yeah. I don't think they're like close. To the, they're closer to like an we, we, average team. They're than closer to the Bengals teams. than yeah. they're closer than the Lions. Hundred percent, hundred percent. No, so like I that's agree. where I'm like, this team like shouldn't really be. It shouldn't be going the direction that it is. It should have stayed at minus seven, maybe even six and a half. And now that's going to eight. I like it. I think, um, yeah. I my my thing with the Raiders is I just like ever since the rug situation we haven't seen them really come out and like put on a positive performance and like fill us back with confidence oh true they, so yeah. you know what i mean their like, offense is missing this, yeah they're missing some key players as well but it, this could be their get right game but i i think before i go back to the well and have confidence in them again i'm gonna need to see that like they've gotten over the hump you know what I mean? Eight, but eight points is enough. Con- like eight that, points is that's a lot. Enough for eight me. points that's is enough a lot. for me to be like, you know what? You deserve a, a somewhat respect. And the Cowboys, it's just tough to be betting on that team to win by double digits any time now. At, they have shown the weaknesses, and their coaching staff blows. So well, it's just I, one of those things. You know, and I, and I don't want to keep hammering this game with the, the Cowboys, but let me. I got to ask you because I just don't understand what. For a team that has such a talented backfield, right? And like I get it, like Zeke may have taken like like a step back, but Tony Pollard's you know taking a mu- bunch of steps forward, and mm-hmm. you have that offensive line. Why isn't this a team that's like 
running the ball more effectively in using that run game and that offensive line to move the ball and score them points and like and win games. Like I like you are built if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you are built to handle what just happened to you. You are deep enough at wide receiver that even if C D and uh and Amari go down, you still have Gallup and you Wilson. You can become a more balanced Right. You can become a Gallup and, like yeah. Gallup and Wilson, like I would say like that's comparable to like like born and Myers, <laughs> yeah. I really would. Yeah. And then you have, then you can lean on that low line and that run game. Like, you should be built for this. I feel like. Why aren't they yeah, running the ball? Should more? is a, yeah, the where it is should, and it's because they don't have you know Josh McDaniels and they don't have you know like a mastermind offensive coordinator that can use the strengths of each receiver and kind of create the best, like you know, make the best for each guy and you know, make the best of your opportunity. And right. that's the thing. It's just, you know, they're not a team that they, they rely heavily on great talent. And that's always been their thing. So, yeah, when they don't have the great talent, they get exposed. That's it. It's, yeah. been, it's, been, a, it's been a thing for a while with them. They, they really, really rely on the, the talent. I know, which is actually – which the more you talk about it, the more you're concerning me because that is a concerning sign, right? Usually it's the opposite way that teams that – are built like Ford tough and that are built to like make playoff runs and win Super Bowls. Like when the going gets tough and like they lose a player or two or they get some injuries, like they step up and their team steps up and the guys who fill their gaps like step up. And like that's a sign of like a resilient, tough team that's also a very good team. So when you don't see that response, it is a huge red flag. It is. Yeah. Yeah. They've always been a team that, you know, I just feel like when their best players are out, they, they show their true colors. Yeah. So. yeah. And there, this might be a dumb question. No Saturday games yet, right? We're, we're back to not, Sunday. Definitely not this week. Yeah. Right. Okay. No. I, I, I heard I said uh, in the group, uh, I said in our group text, uh, the Pats got flexed to saw that. Saturday night. Indy. Indy, which is it's week be sick. 15. Yeah. After their bye. They have a nice little, uh, a nice little break. Do you, I'm curious. Do you, I don't, I think that's when the Saturday games start. Sorry, what are you gonna say? I just so I don't. Before, I don't know. Real quick, we don't have to spend too much time yeah. on this. But how do you feel about the Patriots having a bye? Because I'm going to be completely honest. They're about as and I and I'll knock on wood, and I shouldn't even say it out loud. I shouldn't even say it out loud. But this team is is about for the end of November, mid to end November. They're about as healthy of a f- football team mm-hmm. as you could ask for. Okay, they have. Some of the best momentum. They're one of the hottest teams in all of football. They're one of the most well balanced teams in all of football. They're just everything is going right for them. They're winning. They're rolling. Do you want a week off? Yes, I. Yes. Knew, I knew you were going there, and I was like, at the whole time, I didn't want to butt in. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Yes, yes, yes. no. It, it, it's the NFL. Like these guys are definitely they're due for it. They're I. They don't tell you this. It's like. You know, and there's all those injuries that just don't really show up in the injury report. Right. Those old linemen that are just nicked up, but they're playing through it because yeah. they're old linemen. It's, yeah, you, you you need the week off. And, yeah, yeah you don't want to disturb the rhythm. But, honestly, I just, when it's the Patriots, I don't know what the stats are post-bye week, but I know it's yeah. probably pretty good. Yeah. But you throw all those stats out the window because that was Tom Brady and Bill. And, you know, I, yeah, no, you you want the buy, and I actually was always in favor of this week fourteen buy. Actually, no, I wasn't because I 
didn't think this team would click yeah. the way they've clicked in week six. I, I always was like, when I saw them at the beginning, like the first, let's say the whole month of September, I was like, damn, this team could really use like a week seven bye. Just kind of like, you know, just kind of figure things out, what's wrong, like, you know. But, right. hey, they didn't really need that bye week. No. So now now I'm super happy that they had the week 14 bye because yeah. late in the season, are you kidding me? Like, we already know – well, we don't already know. Uh, I was just going to say, we already know they're not going to get a bye week in the playoffs. That's not true. Uh, you know, if they beat the Titans, don't they claim that number one seed? Or is yeah. – there's a couple other things that need to unfold. I actually don't know how that works no, out. No, so, I mean – If at- they beat them, they – they take it. So as it stands right now, uh, with Kansas, because Kansas City, I believe, is uh, technically we own the tiebreaker against them. We if, o- we don't play them right but right now. We based on conference standings, right? We so beat them right now. Not only do we own the tiebreaker, but if we beat Tennessee this week, the same week we're on, they're on bye, we'll yes. have one more win than okay. them. Yeah. So. If we beat Tennessee for all intents and purposes, we will be the one, the, seed. The, the one seed. And it won't, uh, yeah, and if the Chiefs get a game on us the rest of the way, we still have the leg over them. Right. As long as we beat our – as long as not we, the Pats, beat right. their conference rivals. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. It's not over, but, yeah, they're and in the a, Pats are already really good spot. against their – I believe I saw today the Pats were, like, what, 5-1 and one in the, against the conference right now, against the AFC? I believe so. So they're in a really good spot. I'm not sure that what Colts the Chiefs game will be are, huge. but yeah. yeah, Colts game will be huge. That's a big Real, to be completely honest, the Colts game is actually the one that worries me the most about their next four upcoming games. Yeah, I think um, for sure that we somehow split with the Bills. You think? For sure. I, I don't think so. I, really? I think we actually sweep the Bills. Oh, okay. So I uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said I, for <laughs> sure we we split. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked either if we beat them twice either. Yeah. I mean, they're just we know how Bill does against these uh one dimensional, so... you know, crazy quarterbacks, you know, yeah. like Herbert. Allen's still young. Yeah. Allen is still young. And he doesn't and that one defense dimension. is not too threatening anymore. So no. yeah, again, can't wait for those games. Spoiler alert, I think the Patriots are the best team in football, but I don't hide <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. anyway, all right, sorry. So Sunday we got a good slate of games yes. going on, right? Yeah, we do. Uh let's get into it. Uh so let's just start off with New England hosting the Titans. That's great place to start. Great. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Great uh, great transition. There uh we have the Pats minus six and a half favorites uh they started off at five and a half favorites so the public is hammering i think it actually open someone i heard on the radio that like someone i didn't see it but someone said it opened up even lower like in the three in, range in like the second and, it went out and the second got... it went out people went boom just hammered and they were like okay all right <laughs> so look I'll, so yeah I, I think we're both gonna agree on this i would I'll take the Patriots mm-hmm. maybe in like an alternate spread this week. Like, look, don't get me wrong. I know. I, it sounds like a Homer thing, but it's really uh, we not. can walk you guys all through it too, just to yeah. make you guys not feel like Homers too. Yeah, like literally if you just if you just run How through, about you take the Pats offense bullying okay. on the Titans and then I okay. take the Pats defense bullying on the Titans offense. Okay, all right. So you you go first. So Pat's Pat's offense. How are they the going to beat the Titans? Uh, first off, the Titans, dude. Can we stop pretending that the Titans have a super legit defense? Okay, the Titans have a decent front seven, and they're able to get pressure up the middle. Which, yeah, okay, that's that's oh, that's 
not an easy thing to do in the NFL. I get it. They're a decent defense. But this is not an elite defense. This is They do not have a lockdown secondary and lockdown corners, okay? This is not a team that can come out in, or should come out and shut you down unless you make mistakes to beat yourself, okay? The Mac, Mac Jones and the Patriots have a top 10 offense in the NFL right now. They are absolutely rolling. They're getting better each week. They're, uh, they're able to put up points. Trent Brown is back. He's healthy. That run game is looking better than ever. Ramon J. Stevenson and Damian Harris, that two-headed monster is looking like one of the best uh, – Backfield duos in the NFL right now. They're almost. They reminded me of like a Chubb Hunt. It's almost like a Chubb know, Hunt situation yeah, now. They're, they're getting to that point. Because um, Ramondre can catch the ball. He can catch the ball too. And yeah. he's a bull. He's a yeah. bull. Um, look, I I just don't I don't see it for uh, I don't see it for the Titans defense coming in and, and, and being able to shut us down. I look now now, now get, just a real quick pred- prediction. How many points do you think they pass? So I will walk it back and say that I don't think the Patriots absolutely explode on offense. Not for like a, not 40. like a forty. Burger. Yeah, I don't think they put up like a forty burger. I think this is a situation where we put up maybe somewhere in the like twenty four to thirty one point range. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'll let you and fill yes, in the the yes, defense. Perfect. Yeah, I love that range and. It's where I come in and tell you that, you know, the Titans are not going to be able to move the ball on this New England defense. Yep. Uh, this is, yeah, sure. If uh, A.J. Brown was healthy and going to play and Julio was going to play and Derrick Henry was here, we'd be talking a whole different story. We'd be talking about Tennessee being favorites in this game. That is not the case. You got Ryan Tannehill, who Bill is very familiar with. Yep. Uh, when he talked, you know, you, I always love listening to how Bill talks about an opponent before playing them. He was just like, so much just, respect. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the quarterback's athletic. That's what yeah. he said. That's the only thing he said about Tannehill. He wouldn't even call him Tannehill. He was just like, the quarterback's athletic. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, that's just like, it just goes to show that he has literally no respect for Tannehill. And, 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 and you know, I, Maybe I won't go there because they did, you know, come into New England and beat Tom Brady in his last game in a patch uniform. I think there's a little bit of revenge uh, factor for the defense in that. I think, you know, a lot of the defense was there for that game. The McCourty, you know, McCourty, all those guys, you know, they remember, you know, that's a team that they think they're going to come in here and do that again. And they are going to come to play. Right. I am going to go out on a limb here and say that. This is the second week in a row that the Pats don't give up a point. Wow. They, they're not going to give up. They're not going to give up a point. They're not. Uh, so it. the Titans, they just waved Adrian Peterson. They've said, you can't do anything. Uh, last week, we all thought Deontay Foreman was going to be their guy. Didn't give it to him. It was Dontrell Hilliard, a, you know, some a guy that used to be a third string on the Browns. Yeah, I was and, say, and, uh, and, so they they have no run game. They don't have, and there it looks like it won't be AJ Brown. There won't be Julio. They got rid of their pretty nice depth receiver Josh Reynolds like two weeks ago. So he's not there. Uh, they're going to be out with without Jeremy McNichols probably. Another you know he's the pass catcher out of that backfield. So exactly, where, who is going to get the yards for this this team? I cannot find a way to project. Tannehill for more than 200 passing yards if so if you and this is I am on the stance that AJ Brown doesn't play and this and if he doesn't 
that's going to be a goose egg for the Titans that day. If he does play, he won't be. He won't even be eighty percent. I think he's actually really hurt. He mm-hmm. we me, we were watching the game. There was multiple times that he came off the field, and it was for multiple different different part parts of his body. Yeah, yeah. Ribs, uh, shoulder, hand. He is not. He is not himself. So, even if he plays, sure. Pats always take the number one option for your team. So if he does play, fuck it. I think if he plays, they might they might be able to get a couple of drives that they end with a field goal and whatever. Yeah, this is Pats all the way, like thirty-one to six. If yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like thirty-one that. to six. I was I was gonna be another a- twenty-five point victory. All right. No, you know what? I absolutely love it. I was gonna be a teeny bit more conservative. I was gonna say like maybe like. 27 to 13 uh i was gonna make it i was gonna give make it a little bit closer um just because i think Vrabel has shown that he's he's been a good counter to belichick and yeah no the the coaching is there the coaching is there the coaching's there so just just that whole Vrabel patriots connection and what he's been able to do to us in the past coming to us in foxborough that trip when we went down to Nashville before that, you know, yeah. he's shown that he can. He, he wants a dog well. fight. He wants a dog fight. He wants it, a low scoring dog fight. Exactly. I don't think the Pats are going to. So that's what everyone's getting a little worried about right. publicly, even around here. They're worried that the Pats are going to get stifled for no. a little bit. And I don't really see that. This defense is. They, you know, yeah, they did well against the Rams. They did well against the Bills. They actually they didn't even do that well against the Bills. So. Yeah, no, this is a, a defense that found their way, you know, like mid mid season and then but they're again, talent wise, they they're a good front seven and that's it. They, you know, coaching yeah. <laughs> we we talk about them having a nice coach over there. We have the best coach. So coaching edge, us. Offense us, defense us. I'll take the pats by minus six and a half easy. Yeah, I uh I'm saying I'm saying page with you there. I think Are you uh, gonna go to the game? Um, so I'm actually, going, I'm I, going to the game. so I Confirmed. was, I, I, I was, I was very, I was very down and then I realized, ah, uh, I had already committed to my little cousin, Tony, shout out Tony. <laughs> uh, his birthday party is that Sunday. Good man. And I, Good man. I, I committed and, uh, yeah, I will, uh, I will unfortunately, oh, I'm sorry. Don't fortunately, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Fortunately, I, I will unfortunately not be at the game, but mm-hmm. fortunately, I will be at the birthday party. You're right, with yeah. the family at the birthday party. So good, man. good 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 spot instead. That's good. Well yeah, yeah. I'm glad you uh didn't get crazy with me and start thinking, Oh, maybe Tennessee's gonna you know No You've done that to me a couple of times. But now I think this is a not against the Patriots. I think this is going forward until bye week, this is a bet the pat spread until it doesn't hit. Yeah, kind of, kind of pod. They're 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 a unit right now. Um and we're not, yeah, we're not just doing that blindly. We're coming up like they keep getting lucky. They keep getting lucky with teams not having their best players. Browns once they announced that Chubb was out, I was like, okay. And the rest of their running back room, yeah, they're out too. Okay, Baker's hurt. Okay, like, like and then the week before that, it was just like same same old shit. Uh, the Fal, yeah, Falcons, you know, and then yeah, just keeps continuing. They keep getting uh some pretty good breaks, and when you know. When they don't have to face some studs on the other end of the ball, it just becomes pretty easy for them defensively for a game plan situation. So, yeah, it you know we're not just homers. There there are reasons behind all of this. Pat's picking, 
And it's one of the best things that, you know, all this, we've had, like we said at the beginning of this pod, we had some crazy weeks uh, these past few weeks, and that's for everyone. But the one thing that has been keeping us a little bit afloat, and, you know, that's the Pats. So keep betting the Pats. Uh, So we have next game, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, who we mentioned, yeah, they're not a bad team after all. And they might even possibly win the division well they're gonna have to win this game if they have hopes of that they're going to new york to face the giants who we all had to watch last night my apologies for you know telling you to bet the giants plus 11 and a half i thought you know brady's been pretty bad on primetime games i just thought eh, maybe this is a little lower scoring it was for a bit and then you know the giants when you only finish, I I didn't think they would only finish with ten points, so that's my bad. Um, yeah, so Eagles going to the Giants. Uh, Eagles have been rolling on offense. What do you think, Justin? Uh, three and a half is that too much? Would you rather at three? Is three and a half too much for you? Where you're like, eh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there. It's actually too little for me too which li- is why i'm a little nervous uh <laughs> yeah. so look you after, hey, yeah after you always say saw, you always say try to find an excuse to bet the three-point favorite at home and and, and, I, and i do say that but like i also just i know we we may share different perspectives on this you may have come to my side after last night but i think daniel jones is horrible i think he mm-hmm. is so goddamn bad I do not trust him at all in like I I just I like we both said I think the Eagles are getting better right now like I think that's actually a decent team that's like starting to rise like uh in the sense that like they're establishing themselves as like a formidable team in the NFL and uh you know a potential threat is a wild card even divisional winner in the NFC so like this to me especially how the Eagles are coming off of such a hot win against a tough team like the Saints and the Giants are coming off of such a abysmal performance like the Bucks. like i know it's a divisional game but like i feel like it should personally be like philly minus four and a half okay that's my thoughts and maybe yeah, yeah. i'm completely off base maybe the spread's right where it should be especially considering the giants are at home um but i'm gonna take philly here and i'll make daniel jones make me eat my words okay and i'll lead off by saying so the Giants did fire Jason Garrett. They did. Offensive coordinator. Uh, Joe Judge needed a scapegoat for <laughs> all this. <laughs> so he said, you're out of here. And honestly, yeah, it was probably a good fire. Um, yeah, I was listening to the broadcast last night, and whoever made the point made a very good point. It's just like Giants fans are so fucking fed up right now that, you know, the, the – all they hear about is like, oh, like all these weapons. Like they have Kadarius Tony. They have, you know, like Darius Slayton once, like not too long ago, looked like a like a stud. And then you know all these other weapons that they have. Saquon's back. Like this team should be rolling. And then they lay that egg, not a complete egg, but just one touchdown egg. Like, like they should be better. So now I'm, I need to like, you know. I need to see who's – I don't know who's going to be calling the plays. I don't know how they turn this around. Like, this is the thing. Like, they have the playmakers. They're getting a little bit healthier. So I can see the trapness. But I know Philly's going to win this game. So 
yeah, I guess I'll go Philly minus three and a half. I'm a little like this could. This is one of those ones that could change for me, based on the half just, a point sucks. The half it a does. point sucks. So it's like one of those things. I don't want to, you know, I don't want everyone to think I'm, you know, in love with. I think Philly wins this game. Uh, the three and a half is just a little unsettling for me. So until further notice, but at the moment, Philly minus three and a half is my pick. Yeah. All right. Another one yeah. in the books. Uh, we both agree there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this will be. This one will be interesting. Tampa Bay minus three. They go yeah. to Indianapolis. Uh, Indy is coming off. You know, they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They're running the ball. They have a pretty solid defense. And yeah, they're you know, and then Tampa. They've had a couple hiccups, but you know, they they looked good on Monday Night Football. And their offense is getting a little bit healthier. Gronk looked really good on Monday Night Football. Did not see that one coming. So it's good to see him back with Antonio Brown out. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be – this is a very intriguing game. It could go either way. And that's what Vegas thinks because it's minus three. What do you think, Justin? Does uh, Indy (laughs) – the plus three at home – do they garner any uh, respect, and do they garner even a possible bet? Uh, this is this is tough for me because this is not a game that I think Jonathan Taylor's like. Look, I think Taylor will still get his. Like, I still I still think like like look, if I had to put it like a line on it, I'd say Taylor's still probably gonna rush maybe for like. 75 yards have like 100 all-purpose yards including like you know a couple of receptions and maybe a touchdown but like he's not gonna explode for five touchdowns right and that means that if you want to beat the buccaneers uh you got to put up points and i do not like carson wentz uh having to um to put himself in a in, in in a uh a big situation like that um I have to say, I, 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 I just don't trust it. I would rather – I like the Colts in games where Carson Wentz can be a game manager. He's not asked to do too much, and they can rely on that offensive line and Jonathan Taylor to uh, you know, ball control, time of possession, and run it down people's throats, sprinkled in with the occasional you know, Pittman slant, Pascal down the, down the side, something, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Tampa Bay – Minus three here. I know. Uh, I know they haven't looked their best, but I think it'll be good enough against Indy. I th- I'm gonna take Indy plus three. All right. And uh, for just a, f- I I know uh, I know like the statistics and everything. Season long, say Tampa's a really stout run defense, but they've given up. They gave up a couple big games along the way. They gave up like a hundred yards to Khalil Herbert, like. Uh, not, it was like four weeks ago. So like, and they're also kind of banged up, uh, on the defensive line and just in general in the secondary, I think Carson Wentz could have a pretty good game here at home. Tampa's secondary. I know they didn't get exposed at all by Daniel Jones most recently, but you know, that secondary has been pretty rough and Sherman, you know, people thought he'd come in and maybe help out, but he's been hurt now. And I think he's on IR, so I don't think he's going to be in this game. So yeah, Indy's rolling, dude. So, Indy at home against a team that you know has been off and on, and that's the thing. This I actually like the over in this game a lot because Indy's weakness is the secondary. They give up a lot of big plays. That's been you know, 
And yeah, we they, that was the only way the Bills could attack their best receiver. Stephon Diggs got two touchdowns. Really, did you see his second touchdown? It was so nice. Yeah, it was nice. So, oh yeah, I loved that. But anyways, um, yeah, no, I I just think both ways. Like I I I don't put too much into the Tampa has a ridiculous front seven. You can't run on the thing. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in football. He is. So, he is. Oh, he is. So yes, you got to throw out matchups. Even even if. Tampa was that strong of a front seven currently, I still would be saying I <laughs> Taylor could go off. You never know. He could literally break away for any round. So I I'm get, I'm taking the Colts here. Plus three. Should be a good game. Close game. All right. I you know what? I like it. And to be completely honest, I mean, I don't it's weird because like I shouldn't want the Colts like to be good and I should but like no. there's like a weird like twisted part of me that kind of likes the Colts being oh. good like I kind of oh. like this team no it's you I, know I, what I, I mean it. I get it I mean so we're Pats fans AFC Colts, Colts. wise I don't want to see them win but like no. I kind of like them like I no, yeah here's the thing it's one of those things like you have to root for some teams in the AFC like two years ago I was like Oh, I love the Bills. And yeah. that was a division you rival. Did. Yes, now did. I hate them because right. they're good or somewhat good. So it's like it's you got to pick a couple teams from the yeah. AFC that you got to root for just for some. And this year for me, it was the Bengals. I me too. I, the Bengals are my one like, of my big. I think teams that's the thing. It's just a natural thing to kind of root for the AFC team that hasn't been doing very well and have them overcome and make the playoffs. So yeah. The, the Colts are one of those teams. They've been in a slump for a while, ever since Andrew Luck's been out or retired. So, and we we all just really hate the Chiefs. Uh, like, like the, that's really what it comes as a Pats to. fan, you hate the Chiefs because they have the most. They're the most threatening to getting to the six rings dynasty. I don't think that's going to happen at no. all. But like, you know, a year or two ago, you, I could, I was saying that stuff. I was like, wow, Mahomes is so young. He just got his first ring and my god like he if there's anyone that's gonna touch brady for that goat status or whatever that that's why we all hate the chiefs that's why we all like the colts because they can put together a nice team and they can knock off these good afc teams so yeah, yeah I, it that's why we like the colts and yeah that's why i like the colts in this game i i, I really uh-huh. do i think they they've been it's crazy i i i was picking against them at the beginning of the year and for good reason. I remember like that mortal walk. You were like, oh, remember uh, Tennessee like week four or whatever. You were like, no, oh, they're yeah, due yeah, for yeah. a win. This yeah. team's too good. I was like, nah, man. Like this team's pretty bad. Like their defense is pretty bad, and they were they were sucking. But now they've kind of figured out the defensive side, and Carson Wentz has got to give it to him. At least a top fifteen quarterback in terms of like efficiency this year. He's, you know, Pittman, man, that. I know he had a pretty quiet game last week, but they didn't really need him. Uh, so look for Pittman to get very much involved against this very beatable Tampa secondary. All right. I like that. Um, all right. What do we got next? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Ooh. All right. This is a, almost a pick em. Could be a pick em. Yeah. We'll give one team minus one. It's going to be Atlanta on the road going to Jacksonville. Man, wow, I know. You look excited. I am excited as well. <laughs> um, so the Falcons just laid an absolute egg against the Patriots, but that was a really good defense, of course. The Jags are not as good. 
And, you know, did the Jaguars play after that Bills game? Did they play last week? They're just so they're They the did most... and they got uh they got beat pretty handily by the 49ers. That's correct. Very handily, yeah. <laughs> that is correct. And uh <laughs> yeah, so we saw the old, you know, the old Jacksonville defense in that one and Yeah, this one should be interesting and to be honest, yeah, I think Vegas got this right. This is literally a coin flip. Uh, the Atlanta team, man, that it's hard to buy into anything that they're selling. I, you know, offense just isn't clicking. They didn't have Cordell Patterson last week, no. which is a huge part of their offense, so that's expected. Uh, TBD on whether he's going to be ready for this game. I think they're going to need him if I'm going to be they're betting the definitely Falcons. Definitely going to need him. Definitely going to need him if they're if I'm betting the Falcons. So let's talk as if he's. Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up his stats right now, but let's talk as if he's out for this game. What do you think? What is your pick? I gotta say, this is a game that like I just want to stay away from it. Mm-hmm. All costs. Like I'll tell you guys this right now. It will not end up anywhere on my card, nowhere in any one of my bets, in no teasers, nothing. Um I you know, part of me part of me looks at this and says this is almost a just a, a situation where it's what team has more will at this point. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I don't think either has more. Th- 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 I don't, and, and and I don't think either necessarily have like a lot of will. But what I do think is that if Patterson's out and Ridley's out, um, that this Jacksonville team does have more young, unproven players that are hungry to make future roster spots, hungry mm-hmm. to make a name for themselves, yeah. seeing the opportunity in a wide open roster and saying, "Hey, I can solidify myself." into a position here for the next couple of years like that's the one thing i can say is that the jags have shown that even though they've stunk they're willing to fight yeah. even if they get blown out you know what i mean um so i don't know i'm just i'll, I'll take the jags i'll take the jags <laughs> i'll do it so reluctantly that home field advantage yeah for sure they're, they're fan base the home field the home field <laughs> advantage like you they're know wow dude yeah no yeah. one talks about them I'm exactly. Kidding. I'm totally kidding. And I'm not gonna. I'm like. I'm literally not gonna. Uh, like I'm not gonna sit here and say I have like a lot of conviction. If you just made me made me pick, I'm gonna go ahead and take Jacksonville. Okay. And I think I'm also going to take Jacksonville just because. Yeah, I just have no trust in this Atlanta D, and I, you know, James Robinson. They 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 seem to have just a better offense at the moment. Uh, James Robinson can absolutely get 100 yards in this one, and they can just control the clock. And Matt Ryan on the road, don't really like that. Jags defense has been, you know, after before the 49ers game, they were doing pretty well against the run just in general. So, um, And they actually did pretty well against the run uh, this past week against the 49ers, but they only had one running back, so Jeff Wilson. So... They did well against him. They held him to a respectable. Uh, they did. Or, like they, you know, it was less than four yards to carry. So yeah, they keep holding teams to a pretty low running total. So yeah, Falcons. I I don't see how Matt Ryan just airs it out this game and Kyle Pitts goes nuts. Like I mean, Kyle Pitts should have a bounce back game, but yeah, give me the Jacks here. Just it's gonna be a shit fest. I just you know. Not too strong about this one, but Jags. Yeah. That's yeah. all. 
Let's see here. Next game. Ooh, another one. Another tight spread. We got Carolina minus one and a half at Miami. Cam Newton, he showed out last week. He, uh, you know, beat up on, well, no, no, he didn't. Oh, no. No, he did in fantasy. I'm thinking about it in fantasy football because I I dropped him right, right before our, my matchup and started Justin Fields. I don't really want to talk about that. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, Cam Newton looked a little bit better on the ground, but not really throwing the ball late in the game especially. And then we've got Miami here. They uh, they they did their job against the Jets, but, I mean, they didn't really do it handily. It was a pretty close game. Uh, their secondary, you know, kind of got torched by, you know, Elijah Moore and some yeah. speedy guys. So, yeah, Carolina has a little bit of speed and some playmakers as well. So what do you what are you thinking here? Or is this a game where, you know, at home Miami, you know, their defense has been playing better. So uh, do they keep that trend going? They, you know, Brian Flores now kind of has a – he knows what Cam Newton is and what he isn't. So – I think the 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 Dolphins are going to be that type of team that can 100% handle like what a Cam Newton led offense at this point in his career is bringing to the table, which is if you can put pressure on him and force him to like make tough decisions or like make tough throws. Like he looks a little slower. He's definitely not as mobile. Um, and we've seen him make a lot of you know make a lot of errant throws and. Uh, take a lot of sacks, especially to end the game last week. Um, I think this is a team that they Brian Flores will will bring the house. I think they'll put pressure on him. And then you know what's the situation right now with the corners with Xavier and Howard and Byron Jones? Are they both healthy and playing? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it no. Don't matter. Don't matter. No, no. Honestly, I, like I, I like honestly, I've been thinking about the same thing for the last couple of weeks, and honestly, don't care. This is. This is the same. He's gonna have the same game plan as the the Ravens game. Yep. And we saw what they did to the Ravens. They're gonna keep doing the same defensive play until you figure it out. And Cam Newton, I'm not sure if he's gonna be able to. It. I think he might be able to figure it out, but I don't think he's gonna be able to execute. Whereas Lamar just couldn't figure it out. Like that's the thing. Like Cam's gonna be like, oh wow, okay, they're doing this. All right, I gotta do this, but he's not gonna be good enough to. To make those deep throws, those you know, those one-on-one coverage plays, like I, so yeah, like to answer your question, yeah, it would be great if uh, Jones and Howard or just one of them played. Um, I don't know at the moment. Maybe that will sway me in one direction or not. If one of them is playing, I definitely would like the chances of Miami covering this game, winning this game. I, I yeah. Uh, it seems to me that Flores has a good hunch on how to handle these running quarterbacks that don't, you know, they don't pose a very big threat with their arms. So. Right. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. I agree. I'm. Uh, I'm all about. All about the Dolphins in this one. Um, until I until I see otherwise from Cam Newton, I just I can't give him too much credit right now. Yeah. So I know, that was all fun and games in and, Arizona, but you know he didn't do any we. He literally just, you know, got a couple touchdowns. Literally. Then, and aside from that, he did nothing. He was- and I just look. I and I'll say, I'll say it once, I'll say it again. But this this Dolphins team, while they may have, you know, underperformed big time this year, they're way better than their record. Yep, this was a team that we thought they'd be a pretty solid defense, and 
yeah, they, they've gotten some guys back and they're playing a little bit better. So, yeah, there's uh, possibly better days ahead. And, yeah, I think they can beat up on teams that don't show a lot of, you know, they, they can't really move the ball too much through the air right. on offense. So, all right, Miami, it is. The next game, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers visiting your Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals, uh, they handled the Raiders pretty dis- decisively uh, in Vegas, and now they get to go home. Uh, so they were they had a bye week the week before, going to Vegas, big win. Now they get to go back home, and they get to face their AFC North rival, Big Ben. He's back. They put up a pretty good uh, performance themselves on offense, at least, against the uh, Chargers on Sunday night. Again, that no had no clue. When I saw the scoreboard, 37 points, I literally was like, how the fuck did that happen? Right. I went to bed. As you know, Chargers minus six was on the card for me because I was down money, <laughs> and I had to bet the Sunday night game. Yeah. And... Yeah, they're up like 17 points. I go, all right, this is it. All right, Eckler's got four touchdowns. I'm good. <laughs> and then I looked at the score. I was like, what the what the fuck happened? Right. So, yeah, no, Steelers, uh, I don't know, man. This team, uh, defensively, they, they're going to need uh, Watt for this one, I think. So that's a big uh, what if. And then, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick, he was, I think, on COVID. Was he out with COVID last week? I, I, Joe Hayden was out last week. So, it's interesting to see if they have those guys back for this one. I assume they will get at least one or two of them back. Um, what are you feeling with this one? Is since he, you know, they've been a pretty weird team this year. Should they be getting four and a half? Since he's one of the hardest teams uh, in the NFL to figure out, to be completely honest, at least for me, I just really never know what to expect from them week to week. Week, week uh, to week, they're pretty just all over. It's just, it, yeah. it really is. Like, you could get a team. This, they're the definite. And, you know, we talk about teams and, you know, stuff that could come out and win or lose or on any given Sunday. Like, it's the definition of this team, man. Like, I really don't yeah. know. Um, I tend to think they're a decent team. But, uh, you know, divisional games are always tough. Divisional games are very tough. And I just think, like, this, like, I don't know, this, this Steelers team is just is well coached. Uh, I think, like, they're gonna try to keep it competitive. Like, if if look if 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 uh, T.J. Watt is in the game, you know, with the Steelers front line, like it's gonna be tough for the Bengals to do what they want to do, and that's like run the ball down your throat. Like, I yeah. think like I would I would look at this Bengals team so much differently in terms of who they are as a team, how I approach them betting wise, like etc. If they just did like what they should be which is utilizing their skill set which is their three stud receivers and their young quarterback and yeah. dropping back and airing it out and then falling back on a stud joe mixon to run it when need be and mix it up but instead they're kind of taking the exact opposite approach they're like have an average offensive line and they're trying to be like a run first team when they have three absolute weapons uh, and wide receivers so like i might my problem with Cincinnati is like their play style and like like the play calling, like the way they're like building their identity as a team. And I just think if the the, the Steelers are healthy, they're the type of team that like plays well against them. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Steelers with the uh, with the points here. Okay. And hmm. Hmm. Let me see. Yeah, I think I gotta go with. 
I think I got to go with the Steelers as well. It's tough. It's early in the week where, you know, we're recording this on Tuesday now. We're usually in here on Wednesday, so usually I get a little bit more info in me. Yeah, it kind of depends on those uh, defensive pieces on the Steelers for me, but if yeah. those – you know, like I said, if two or three of those guys, two out of three of those guys I mentioned before, if they're in, then I do like their chances to keep this one tight. You know, this, yeah, it's divisional battle. Steelers know the Bengals. They know what they want to do. And Tomlin's a good coach. I, you know, since he's never a team that you feel good about, you know, giving them a five or six point spread, it's just like, you know, yeah, it's just not. It's not pretty what they're doing over there every weekend and week out. Some weeks they look, you know, like a top three offense, and then other. I mean, you know, they have the talent. It's just, yeah, you know, it's they're inconsistent. They they shoot themselves in the foot a lot and make you know some stupid errors. So they're always good for that. And Pittsburgh can you know capitalize on some of those mistakes. So yeah, I like Pitt plus four and a half too if it stays like that. Yeah, yeah, I got to. Uh uh, that'll be a game I'm interested in watching. There's a bunch of games this week I'm interested in watching. Yeah. Watching, that's uh, that's definitely one of them for for a lot of different reasons. Again, two teams that just seem to you know you're not gonna you don't know what you're gonna get week in a week out. God no. Uh, another close divisional matchup that I'm sure you're pretty intrigued by. Another uh, since he was another favorite team of yours in the preseason. And, uh, this is another team that you were very high on. It's the Chargers minus three. But they're on the road. They're going to be going into Denver. Uh, Denver's coming off a bye. They uh, they've been pretty good on defense, and you know, and now they're getting Jerry Judy back. Corlin Sutton just signed a big extension to stay with them. So, and Teddy B hasn't been a you know a joke either. He's he's you know performed in some games. So this is a tough one. Uh, you know, Denver plus three at home. Let you always say it. Let's try and find a reason to bet this home team plus three. Is this? Are you gonna? Are you gonna find a reason? Do you have a reason to maybe go on the Denver side? Are you? Are you in on the Chargers after seeing what you know? They they their offense looks back to. They're clicking. Yeah, this is this tough. is really tough. Uh, this is this is a matchup that like literally um, there's so many reasons you can point to for both arguments like yeah. for both sides uh my gut tells me that you know a home team coming off a bye um that it, it, look this 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 broncos team i do think is talented they have weapons i think their big issue has been like their lack of health at quarterback because it really all broncos issues mainly really started once teddy bridgewater started to get banged up when he was yeah. healthy this was a pretty good unit they i were. believe they were like four and two before yeah. he before he started to get hurt. So maybe coming off a of bye week is exactly what this team needed. They still have a great uh, dual threat in the backfield. Um, they have a good young defense, even after trading away Vaughn Miller. Um, I think they have the secondary to play with the Chargers, and I think they have the running game to uh, to run it down the Chargers' throat. I'm going to take Denver. I'll take Denver plus three here. All right. I am going to take... I think it's going to be the Chargers for me. And, oh, man. Uh, wow. On air, I, when it came out of my mouth, I just didn't sound good. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, 
Yeah. It's a tough I don't one. know. That's so the weakness of the Chargers team is, you know, they, they give up a lot of running, big running plays. They give up a lot of rushing yards. And what does Denver want to do? They want to run the ball. Both those guys are healthy. O-line's looking pretty good over there. And then, like I said, their receivers are healthy. God, am I really going to take? Yeah. Chargers, have, that, that's another team. Chargers have been like the Bengals, too. They've they've uh, they've definitely disappointed in some spots where they should have killed teams. Oh, my God, yeah. Or so what we so much we thought. So, you know what? Yeah, I I, I didn't want to side with you. Uh, yeah, Denver, plus three. I, you know, the on-air switch. The old on-air yeah, the switch. on-air switch. We're always good for one of those. I love it. Yeah, I yeah, this one I didn't really have like too high of like a conviction on. I yeah, Denver plus three is a good is a, it's a good line and it should stay around there. I I project at least you know, uh yeah, Chargers defense after showing me that they can give up thirty seven to the Steelers, like you know, I I don't think that that's a very strong defense. Denver can definitely put up points in this one. So yeah, give me Denver plus three. Keep it close. Yeah. Teddy B's good. He is good. Yeah. Underrated. Very underrated. Very. Uh, yeah, next game we got here is the team that uh, crushed my soul when I picked the Chargers as my mortal lock. It's the Minnesota Vikings who just beat Aaron Rodgers at home. I had that on the card. I, you know, Minnesota's a team that they're – look out for them in the NFC. They, if they start hitting their stride and start figuring it out on defense specifically, then, man, this is – Mike Zimmer could save his job. But, yeah, they, they travel to San Francisco, and San Francisco is going to be a minus three favorite. Um, the 49ers beat up on the Jags this past week. And yeah, that a lot of people actually like the Jackson that one. I never did. I the Forty ers rolled over them. They should be getting uh, Elijah Mitchell back. Yeah. I, I imagine uh, Jimmy G's been fine. Whole lot, all the weapons on offense have been healthy. So are you going to be taking the Forty ers winning by three in this one? Or are you, you know, Kirk Cousins has been playing pretty well themselves. They have a pretty good, pretty good offense. This could be interesting. He has this. This is again. This is another game I'm very interested to watch. Um, I this is tough for me because usually, you know, when I make my picks, I I have certain differentiating factors that are pulling me in one direction or another, whether wrong or right about them. Um, But I don't have any like I don't feel any like strong conviction, and I don't feel like any like one team like outmatches like another team like i yeah i just feel like this pretty is like even a matchup. pretty even matchup between like two teams um that are just very like no pun intended evenly matched um yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna take uh san francisco here I said that with a little uncertainty i said it with a lot of uncertainty to be completely honest um just because this Vikings team has, like, they haven't shown that they can consistently put it together and string, like, you know, multiple good performances together. Like, they've, they, they've been a very streaky team this year. So they fool you. They're a team that, you know, they're up one week, they're down another week, highs and lows, abundant. I'm going to take the 49ers because they've consistently been playing well the last couple weeks. And uh, I just, I feel like we're more likely to get a, decent performance out of them and I, I just don't know what to get out of 
out of the yeah. Vikings. For this one, I feel like, you know, uh, recently the 49ers have gained a little bit too much respect. Uh, I mean, of course, they beat up on the Rams on, you know, prime time. That's a huge – everyone saw that. Right. And uh, that's very fresh in people's heads. And then we just saw them roll over the Jaguars. So people are – the public, Vegas, they're saying to themselves, all right, people are starting to see that the 49ers, they're getting healthy and all this stuff. Jimmy G's here and he's playing well. This team should – when they're at home, they should win. And, and that's what Vegas is saying and that's what I'm disagreeing with. I think Minnesota here is a team that – they're figuring themselves out. Mike Zimmer's basically playing. He was playing for a job like a few weeks ago, and he's pretty much answered that call by saying, I'm "Going to beat Green Bay, and I'm gonna." And I think this is a pretty easy game for them. Forty ers are just like we said at the beginning of the year, fake team. Yeah. And I know they've had a couple of good weeks here, and you know. But that, that Rams game, that was a divisional matchup. And it's Kyle, at the end of the day, it's Kyle Shanahan. And good offensive coach. He's going he's to he's gonna win a couple of these games that he shouldn't technically win. But this, the roster doesn't really excite me, defensively at least. I don't think they're that good on defense. Uh, yeah, I know Kittle's a monster and whatnot. Debo's ridiculous, I know. But uh, I think Minnesota's going to keep this one close. Plus three for them. Yeah, give me that. I think this could even go to like plus three and a half. I think people are going to be betting on the 49ers just because of what's happened recently. And I I think Minnesota just had themselves a great victory against Green Bay. So I, I think they're going to keep it moving. And I think Dalvin Cook has a great game this one. All right. That's all. Would have surprised me, really. I think it's yeah, a very it's, evenly it, yeah, matched it, game. Yeah. yeah, that was a very good spread by Vegas. Yeah. Touche to you guys. Yeah. Good job. They basically did what they, they should do is call it a, an even game and give the three points to the home exactly. team. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do that for this game. Uh, so Green Bay, they should be – well, they're basically saying they're not favorites. They're at home. It's a pick em. And they're going to be facing the Rams coming off a bye. Uh, so the Rams, last time we saw them, like I said, got, they've been humiliated on primetime uh, to the Titans and the 49ers. And I think that is why the uh, spread is the way it is. Um, I, well, actually, I don't even know. I, I'm so confused by this. Uh, like, literally, Green Bay, I know they're coming off a loss, but they've been pretty strong and, you know, I, this is a tough one for me. This should also. I saw this the first time. First time I saw this line, I immediately just looked at the over under. I was that was what I was appalled by. What do you think the over under of this game is? I over under fifty. Like I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna say I would go under. Yeah, it is forty eight. I th- I love that over. You like the over? Yeah. I, Both these offenses getting twenty four, easy peasy. It should be. Should be. It should be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, let's go back to the game. Uh, this is yeah. Stafford. He has a lot of familiarity with Green Bay. He's been in Lambeau plenty of times. I have no issue with him. Uh, you know. Yeah. Someone like sent to me. He was like, oh, I don't know. The L- L.A. might not play well in the cold. I was like, Stafford's played in the cold plenty so yeah. i'm not worried about that at all and they're coming off a bye and they're pissed off they've had a couple of letdown games 
You know where I'm leaning. I know where you're going to lean here. I'm leaning Rams, and it's um, – I'm. but again, I'm not – I have not smashed this while I could. I. It's not – like because Green Bay is a – they're a very good team, and I'd never really liked to bet on Aaron Rodgers at home. So this is – again, this is probably the game that I am most looking forward to as a fan, not a gambler. How, what are you feeling as this? Do you have any strong take on either of these teams winning over the other deci- decisively? Or is it just going to be a nice, friendly, good game and one team's going to win by a field goal? Uh, again, just an- another good game in the, uh, on, on the slate. I, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to give the Packers – as much credit as I guess they technically deserve. Like I know that they're a good team and like when Aaron Rodgers is healthy and Devontae Adams is healthy and like, you know, this is a good team. And Aaron Jones will be back too, right? Definitely not confirmed. Probably should have mentioned that the initial report when he got his injury was that he'd be out one to two weeks. I actually think he'll probably be out this week because they have a bye week coming up. Yeah, it's gonna be the same thing. Like they say one to two, but they really mean that he's probably out for three. Like right. it, it, same thing as Kyler. Like when he, they saw the bye week like three weeks down the road, and they said, "All right, we're gonna keep him out until bye week, but we're not gonna let people know." Right. I think that's what's happening with Aaron Jones. There, I have to check when the bye week is, but I see that it's probably gonna be a lot of that. I, they might say that he's questionable and that he has a chance to play, but I don't. I don't see that. Why would they play? Yeah, they have a bye week next week. I don't see him playing for this game. So it's pretty big. He's a he's a playmaker, and the Rams have been they've been a little susceptible to the the run game as well. So I mean, AJ Dillon, man, that guy's a beast. So he uh, a beast. He can't completely uh, be like, oh, Aaron Jones is out. Like they won't have a run game. Right. AJ Dillon's a beast. So um, yeah, I. So do you think? Let's say Aaron Jones is out. You going the Rams? <sighs> yeah, I'll take the Rams. Uh, I, I'll take the Rams. Um, yes, because I think I think they're they're due for a uh, a bounce back game, and I think um, I think this is a good maybe reality check for the Packers. Um, yeah. I'm look. I think the Packers are a good team, but I think I think what we're gonna see here. Um, is a situation where hey we have one team that is talented and you know this should be a good game but they really you know they're feeling the adrenaline they're feeling that hey we need to win and we need to win now we need to get a win this week um i'll take the rims uh i think they i, I think von miller and i'm gonna give von miller another week give uh obj another week um, and then we can reevaluate after you know the Rams come off their bye. But I think it'd be a little dangerous uh, to bet against them this week. Yeah, and I won't get too much into it. I'm just gonna bet on the Rams because they're my team, and I. And if yeah, you know, I I just don't think this is a great matchup for Aaron Rodgers and that offensive team. I I, I don't I can't strongly say that i think they're gonna have 24 plus points i think the rams could give them some problems um so yeah give me the rams 
they're they're fighting for that division title right now. They saw that the Cardinals won this past week. Like the Rams a lot. Not a lot, but just you know, I think they win this one. Yep. All right. Yeah. Oh, I love the Rams. <laughs> oh, talk about that MVP race. Brady's not running away with it real quick. No. Real quick. Just it's up at Jonathan Taylor, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> love uh, me some Taylor time. Is this game the Sunday night game? Is it Cleveland Baltimore? Is yeah, that Sunday night? Sunday night? All right, Sunday night football. Cleveland, uh, they're going to be going to Baltimore. Baltimore's minus three and a half. We expect Lamar Lamar Jackson to be playing in this one. And uh, Cleveland, we probably we definitely expect uh, Nick Chubb to be back in this one. Well, oh, he was already back last game. He yeah, he did fine. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I thought he missed two weeks for some stupid reason. Yeah, uh, Brown should be all systems go. Should be a nice divisional matchup. Do the Ravens deserve to be minus three and a half, half point favorites in this one at home? They, uh, you know. yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think they do because this is a team that just keeps finding ways to win. I know they had a letdown in Miami the other night, but look, they, they found, they find ways to win. They find ways to be resilient, whether it's coming, you know, making big comebacks, whether it's just, you know, beating other good teams. Um, and I think the Browns are finding themselves in a little bit of a, uh, little bit of a pickle right now. I think they're, you know, they're still kind of adjusting, uh, to this like new identity where they don't have Kareem Hunt. They don't have OBJ, Baker's hurt. Um, you know, they have some new skill players kind of uh, filling in roles. Uh, I, I'm i going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Ravens. I think they're a tough team. I think they're resilient. I think uh, at home they're pretty good. Um, and, yeah, I, I think they're going to beat the uh, the Browns maybe by 10 points. Hmm. Hmm. I, I tend to agree. Yeah, three and a half makes me a little uncertain, and we could get – you know, it's Sunday night too, so we'll see what all the injuries uh, present to us. But uh, yeah, so far, I mean, if everyone's available for the Ravens, I don't see any reason why not to pick them. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear about what uh, Baker Mayfield's wife, uh, her tweet? No, that she had to delete. Uh, no, I did not. Hear uh, yeah, can't it can't be good for the Browns locker room. Uh oh. Yeah. So uh, real what quick. What was it? It was something along the lines of, you know, it was after, um, I think it was after, so, wait, who did they play before the Lions? Before did the they, Lions, they lost the Patriots. They got smoked by us. Oh, so I think it may have been actually, it may have been after that game. I, I But anyways, she tweeted something along the lines of, like, you know, Baker's, uh, like, one of the toughest guys I know. Like, I, you know, he's been so resilient, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but, like. Like basically, she was just hyping him up as this like tough guy, and then at the end of the tweet said something along the lines of like, you know, I think like the the rest of the Browns locker room needs to like you know like you know look at Baker and like you know be a little bit more tough like him, like 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 something along the lines yeah, of like yeah, they need yeah. to toughen up like Baker is. Yeah. They're they're not playing tough, and then she deleted it, and I feel like that's they're they've already had a lot of toxic you know stuff going on in the locker room and you know they've gotten rid of gotten rid of obj but now when you hear this i don't know i i feel like they're just in a tough spot right now as a team i don't think they're all clicking i don't think 
you know, they just squeaked by a Lions team by three points. A Lions team that wasn't even with Jared Goff. They had Tim Boyle. I I don't see how this team can rally around and go into Baltimore on their uh, Sunday night and win this game, win this game outright. So mm-hmm. I I also and if the Ravens are going to win, I think they can beat them pretty handily. So yeah, Ravens. There we go, Ravens. Baker got to control that wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyways, yeah, the Monday night football game got another pick 'em. Another pick 'em, and it's my Washington football team. They're going to be hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, man. Wow. We all thought, you know, with Kyler out, that they got to win this game. It's at home. They're three and six, and you know, if you win this game, you still have a shot at the playoffs. You can still. You know, they have Russell Wilson and two very nice receivers. You're always in it. You have a good head coach. But instead, they threw up all over themselves and lost to Colt McCoy. And now they're 3-7. and seven. Looks like they have no shot at making the playoffs. So what do you think? Uh, visiting the Washington football team, coming off two wins, two very good wins, I one know. against the Bucks, and then now against the Panthers. Man, this team, uh, you know, these NFC East teams, they sometimes just hit, hit it a little too late. We saw it with the Giants last year. They started off 1-7, and seven, and then they had a shot at, you know, winning the division in, like, week 16. So could we be seeing a little bit of this late resurgence from the Washington football team? Or I, I you know, I'm, I'm not going to try to overcomplicate this one. I, I can't figure out why the Seahawks are so bad right now. Yeah. Um, but they are, and one thing we know is that you can run on the Seahawks. And yeah. uh, as long as Antonio Gibson is healthy, which he's looking like he's healthier coming off their bye the last two weeks, and as long as uh, McKissick, you know, continues to play well, I think that this this Washington team will handle business at home. I I I maybe I'm taking the bait, maybe it's a trap, uh, but I just don't see anything promising out of the Seahawks right now. And uh, you gotta you gotta ride the hot hand at home. Yeah, I mean. Something's wrong with Wilson. Yeah. That's where I'm at. So, yeah, I don't really want to be betting on Seattle, even though they have a great – I was almost going to say a great offense. They're not great. No, they're they're down to Alex Collins as they're pretty much their only running back. Um, I think Rashad Penny even got hurt. So now they're down to just Collins and DJ Dallas. And like we've said, you know, we're just going to keep beating this drum. Once you come become one dimensional and you're not that great of an offense, teams can figure that out. And we've <laughs> Washington's a pretty bad defense. Yep. But uh, yeah, they they held Brady ever since they're by. They held Brady to a you know low amount and picked him off a couple times. And then I mean Cam Newton's no stud either. But hey, they beat them too. So hey, offense is uh, figuring it out a little bit again. Terry's doing well. Terry should have a good game against this. Uh, you said you can run on Seattle. You can definitely throw on them too. So yeah. kind of like the over in this one a little bit. Um, and I also like Washington by a slim margin as well. Yeah. Nice pick em. Yeah, nice nice little pick em. Makes the NFC East a little uh, so a little more interesting. If really da- does, if, yeah. With Dallas, let's say they 
They lose against uh, the Raiders this Thursday. I know. We could see Philly, and we could see Washington gain another game on them. So I know, and Philly is NFC East is always the one where you're just always yeah at the week seventeen. You're always like, yep, what here we go. Yeah, so I I'm starting to just the stars are aligning. I think I think Washington wins. I think Philly wins, and and maybe Dallas can lose. All right. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's the end of this uh, week's slate. Anything uh, from you? Who? I know we didn't have the we didn't talk about the spread. Did anyone win this week? Uh, well, I'm sure someone did this past week. We did. We had a uh, we had a winner. Uh, shout out to Brian uh, from the Zoo Mass. I don't don't just know Brian you, Zoo Mass. Yeah, don't know cool. don't know personally. But we got, another, uh, we got just a college kid that heard about us and just. He's in this. He won it. He's in this bedroom. Nice. Uh, and that's what we love. You definitely. I was you, gonna take him down. To see it. Yeah. I was so close to taking him down. I uh, I actually didn't notice this until today. I was after the one o'clock games. I only got one wrong, which was my mortal lock. <laughs> the Panthers. I hit all of them. I hit all of them. And then and then if you go. And then, so after the Panthers, it just gets progressively so bad. I <laughs> missed all the four o'clocks. I missed the sun in that game, and then yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah. I was on it. I was oh, I almost texted you. I was like, dude, get that five hundred ready. <laughs> after the first couple, you were like, oh, let's go. <laughs> I was like, Panthers are gonna come back, and I'm looking good. Yeah. Uh yeah, no. So yeah, hey, uh, five hundred bucks if you get that. Uh, if you get that complete sweep, complete. You know, perfect card. Perfect card. So Five hundred bucks. Get in there. It's only a ten dollar buy in. And uh so for this week, are we not doing the Thursday games and not doing yeah. So yes, yeah, so this week just uh, yeah, just uh probably probably just do a Sunday Sunday spread yeah. them. Um cool. which means there'll be less games in the card, but what better opportunity yeah, for better a perfect op- card. Better opportunity for a perfect card. So get a yeah. this is this is the week you want in. Definitely. Get your perfect cards Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Uh, and uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going to, like I said earlier, we're going to be doing our little Turkey Day DraftKings. It's only the three games. So uh, me and Justin are probably going to put those out there on Wednesday night, Thursday morning, just to let you guys know. I mean, it's, it's a holiday. Come on. You got to do a little gambling on the holiday, aside from, you know, the just DM the normal gambling. Yeah. You got to do a little daily fantasy. Come right. on. Uh, so get Darnell Mooney in there and just have a great Thursday, guys. <laughs> I, I, I hope everyone has a great day with their families. Exactly. Happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate you from Hedge Better and, uh, and Sunday School. All right. Thank you guys very much. See you. Peace out. Later.